Hey guys, and welcome to episode 18 of the Talking Llamas podcast. This week's episode, we decided to play a game of Would You Rather, so basically just presenting some scenarios, two scenarios specifically, and then deciding which we would rather do, which we would rather have. You'll see as it kind of plays out throughout the episode, but we also talk about some new things in the parks uh, coming with the holiday season. We talk about Disney+. Plus. Um, so just news and notes, that sort of thing before getting into would you rather. So, uh, hope you guys enjoy it. If you guys want to reach the show, go ahead and follow our, or, or visit our page, the talking llamas podcast on Facebook. You can also find Thomas and I on Facebook as well. He's Thomas Nelson. I'm Robert Camozzi. And then we're also out there on Instagram at talking llamas podcast. And then my Instagram is at the Disney Dad, and that's just D A Disney Dad. Uh, and also, just as always, uh, you know, if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is leave us a review on iTunes. You can rate us as well, and that helps us a lot. Know uh, what you guys are thinking, and you know how we can better the show, or what you guys are enjoying, what you guys might not be enjoying. So let us know, guys. All right. Without any further ado, guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy episode eighteen of the Talking Llamas podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to the 18th episode of the Talking Llamas podcast. I am Thomas, his friend. Yeah, you are, bud. Robert Camozzi, joined by Thomas Nelson. That's me. Uh, So, it's Disney Plus Day. Disney Plus Launch Day, as of the launching of this podcast. Yeah, because we don't record on our launch days, or rather the, uh, well, I guess there are our launch days every week. But the days we release episodes. Yes. So it just so happens that this is coming out on a Tuesday and Disney Plus launches on a Tuesday, the 12th of November. What are you most excited for, Thomas, for Disney Plus? What's the first? We talked about this a little bit the other day, but what's the first thing you're you're watching? Well, when you asked me that question right now, I was actually a little bit excited to check out the Star Wars stuff. Because pr- prior to next week, I actually didn't really have access to especially the older films. And I, it's one of those things I've always wanted to get into it, sort yeah. of like Ratatouille and Wally, like we talked about last week. Yeah. So this will give me the opportunity to give it a chance, a fair chance. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at too. Is trying to just trying to get into Star Wars a little bit more because I definitely don't have the attachment of watching it as a child, but I do want to give it a fair shake. Um, I've already bought the tickets for the new film that comes out. So I I definitely plan on watching everything that's available leading up to that. So I've got about a month to do it, which I think is more than enough time. But uh, I will be diving headfirst into that pretty quickly. Um, just, you know what else is interesting? Or not not interesting, but exciting? Is just And you mentioned it a little bit earlier today, um, I think, which was that just looking through it is going to be a, something that isn't just a quick, I want to find one thing and watch it. It's going to be, what's in this service yeah what's really in it because you we, we get some articles with lists but mm-hmm. i have a feeling that they're not very complete 
uh, because it would just be a very long list. Um, anyway, I'm excited for that part too, just browsing through. Yeah, and I have a feeling, I do have a feeling the first thing I'm going to be doing is, I think we talked about this earlier in the week, I think what I said was, I'm really just going to pull it up and just kind of bounce around a lot and see what there is because I'm excited to see and, you know, kind of interface with it and get a feel for what the the system's like and, and all that and, and see, I don't know, see what they have available because like you said, I've seen lists and I've seen things that say what's going to be on there, but I don't, it, it's hard to sort of, sort of internalize that until you've got your hands on it, at least for me. Right. And I'm also excited to check out the uh, Disney Channel original movies that you grew up with. Yeah. Uh, Halloween Town is an example. Um, but then other other different films, too. We talked about watching Heavyweights with Ben oh, Stiller. Yeah. That's another one that at least I grew up with. I I'm think excited you did with that. Too. Um, yeah, stuff like that I'm really excited to have access well, speaking to. Speaking of Disney Channel movies, I'm going to just, I think that we should just, in our our home here, we should probably just have Luck of the Irish on whenever we're doing, you know, whenever we don't have the TV just on and we're not watching anything. Is that your favorite? We should probably just watch. I don't know. For some reason, the Luck of the Irish sticks in my head. I'm yeah. sure it's not good. That's why I said it. I liked that one as a kid, but that was mostly because there was basketball involved. Mm-hmm. And there was this short kid with who was Irish, but could I think he was really good at basketball. Um, it was an odd story, but it was compelling to a, a you know a young kid. Yeah, no, I just you mentioning Disney Channel movies and the yeah. Phantom of the Megaplex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to turn that one on. Oh, that's gonna be good. Don't forget about Don't Look Under the Bed. I don't remember that. Yeah, one. it's a, there's a, a boogeyman or something under the bed, and there's a whole story about it. It's not great, yeah, but it's well, it's one of those movies. Halloween Town actually was a pretty was interesting say. film. I'm excited to watch those ones uh, for no other reason than just the nostalgia, and I, I feel like those ones are good, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I, a lot of these things are sort of have disappeared from my mind. It's been so long that I'm. Those are sort of the things I'm interested to get back into is the stuff that's you know been sort of unavailable for the ten years, and now I'm getting back into it. I think that'll be fun, and having all of it at your fingertips is really exciting you know we've always been kind of limited to the movies we have here which is a lot but not all of them it'll be nice to have a more complete library uh available to us assuming that's what we get yeah yeah and and one that i keep forgetting that i'm looking forward to is a documentary series that the imagineering story a six-parter so six hours i'm not sure if they release it all at once but at least the first episode will be there on the first day so i'm i'm hoping to remember to watch that day one from what I remember hearing, I don't know about the documentary series, but like the, the series that they have coming on this, will they'll come out one week at a time, like a normal network does, as opposed to like the Netflix model where it all dumps at once, which I personally prefer. I don't know how you, what you feel about that, where you fall on the binge. Worth, uh, I like being able. Discussion. I like being able to binge and then be done with it. I don't know, something about committing to weeks and weeks of TV. It's it's actually better if you do that and it's available on demand. I feel like demand. it's more exciting. Like when it's on cable, it's you in at least back when I used to have cable, it would be you'd have to record it in some capacity to keep it after its original airing, but the, on a streaming service that's not the case. So, you might actually have a pretty good point about, you know, spreading it out a little bit. And it builds up like like when we were watching Game of Thrones this last year, it kind of built up and by the time like the episodes came, you were like really excited yeah. to have it there. And that's what I like. I also don't like when the a show comes out on like Netflix or something and I'm like, "Oh, that's back." And then like 12 hours later I see 
review of the f- full season of this show, and I'm like, really? It's already like everyone's already seen it. And now you feel like you're behind. I don't know. That's that's my personal problem with it. But I also enjoy the the build up, so that every week is sort of like a very exciting event that you have to look forward to. As agonizing as that can be sometimes with the you know. Now the issue shows. is if you. So for us, we have a three-year membership. Yeah. If a series starts in like the second half of our third year, and for some reason it's too much to afford to like renew or whatever, I doubt it. I doubt that it would be, but that could be an issue with with individuals saying that hey, I only got two episodes out of this series, but whereas if they had released it all at once in a season anyway, you could watch it in one day theoretically. Yeah, well, I mean, the same would be true if like you watched two seasons of a show and it just didn't come back at all. Like it wasn't back when your renew date came. Well, you know but I mean? even then, but even then you get the full season. I'm saying like you could run into a situation where you have two episodes or three episodes from a season of 10 or 10 to 12 and because you're you for some reason can't afford this service yeah. anymore, you have to get rid of it, you lose that. But that also seems like a small problem, and, well, and very few people are going to actually have that issue. Well, and honestly, that probably works to Disney's benefit, because that makes it more likely that people would re-sign their subscriptions. So, Right. Yeah. What else on there? I, I, I don't know. Just in general, I'm excited to have it. And well, 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 you know what we'll do? We'll have our browsing session next week, and then we'll, we'll, we'll do, report back. Yeah, we'll do more on uh, next episode. You saw the Soul trailer? Yeah, the teaser that trailer. came out. And uh, what were your thoughts, if any? Um, I'm I just waiting to see more, especially given that the first onward trailer didn't give us nearly enough detail to get excited about. In my opinion, the uh, official trailer, whatever they released recently, that that was more exciting and added a lot more to the to the story that we're going to get. So with Soul, I read a little bit about the basic idea behind it a while ago, and I remember that it intrigued me. So I'm looking forward to uh, to more information about it. Jamie Foxx, I really enjoy Jamie Foxx, so it'll be fun to see him in a movie that. You know, you'll hear him. Yeah, whatever. You know, I was, I was, I, I wanted him to be the genie in the Aladdin remake, actually. Um, so it'll be exciting to see him in a Disney movie. You did? Yeah. Why? I I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool. I don't know. I think he's very talented. He's good at. Yeah, he is. He's good at. He's also good at impressions, which we've talked about. I was gonna say he's good at, I guess, embodying other people. Mm -hmm. So he does it with voice too, but he can do it. I think with his. The way he moves his body, maybe his facial expressions yeah. too, but uh, yeah, he's very talented. So that would have been good, but here we are. Yeah, okay. And I guess that's that's all. Not, oh, I got my Frozen tickets. I told you that. Yeah, I'm seeing it on Thanksgiving morning. You're so. going to keep them in the freezer, right? Yeah, well, they're frozen, so right. I need to make sure that they stay that way. Yeah, well, yeah. Otherwise, they become some other movie ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish, I wish we had something to put in there, but... Uh, yeah, put them in the freezer. You'll be good. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the the Disneyland Holiday Foodie Guide ha- is upon us. It, well, it's here. It's It exists, and, and so does the, the food. Well. Um, or the foods, as Michaela would say. Yeah, I well, maintain that that's incorrect. Anyways, go I on. don't know. I was hearing someone talk about fish versus fishes, and his name is Neil deGrasse Tyson, and, and saying that, I guess, in t- speaking about different species of fish, fishes make sense. So fishes, I would have said species of fishes. Um, so I was thinking about that with food too, but we can move past that and maybe talk about that another day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yes. the food is is actually really good this year, I think. I, I don't there's know how it was last year. Yeah, there's a lot of options. Like Michaela went through the Disneyland and then did the 
California Adventure Festival of the Holidays and thought that that was all it was. But the Festival of the Holidays is a completely separate thing where they set up stands throughout California Adventure. So I said, well, no, actually, that's that's a separate thing. Here's the foodie guide for all of the restaurants yeah. in California Adventure. And she was like, no, no. And she was already like, there's a lot. So we're going in December, and we actually have an extra day uh, from what we had in the October trip. So that gives us a little extra time to get a few things in. Was there anything particular that stuck out to you? What about the churros? Let's just start there real quick because there is a few extra well, of those. Say candy. what churros you want to – I'll tell you what. The candy cane one looked pretty good. I'm pulling up the article right now to look at it. The peppermint churro? Yeah. It looks good. I don't know how it would taste you if know, I'm being honest. I think you're a bigger fan of peppermint than I am now. I will get a few peppermint things, but I, I don't know if I'll get that one. The one I liked the look of was the milk and cookies churro. That one seemed unique and interesting to me. Yeah, that sounds pretty good actually. You know what the peppermint one – the, uh, the white – the whiteness of it looks like the icing on a donut, yeah, and that's what intrigues me. But when I think about it being peppermint, I'm not, I'm not as interested in it. Yeah, uh, I think this time I might actually have to try a a, a, a themed churro or a different flavor because I, I usually just skip right over them. Yeah, well, there's a few, and there's also a sugar cookie one, and you know, I haven't even thought about the the horchata one, the horchata one. Uh, there's a toffee flavored churro. <gasps> Where's that? Tomorrowland churro oh, card. Oh, uh, you're looking at Disneyland. Oh wait. You are too, aren't you not? Well, it doesn't matter because the one, uh, yeah, there's a toffee-flavored one. That should be pretty good. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm actually yeah. looking at California Adventure right okay. now. Well, um, okay, well, okay, while I'm on the uh, toffee-flavored one, there's it says add-on chocolate almond or chocolate dipping sauces available. So that, that would actually fall in line with the toffee squares that we get. Yeah. That could be good. There's Santa's cookies and milk churro, which I think you were just talking about. I just saw the toffee one, that, and I had highlighted it. That's one of the ones I wanted to try. Yeah. I like the cookies and milk idea. Um, let's see. Is there anything that like really sticks out to you on well, this? Or? It, I mean, it has very little to do with Christmas, but I'm glad they brought back the fried bologna sandwich. Yeah, that was interesting that um, it it is back. It was a Pixar Pier, uh, or Pixar, Pixar Fest, Fest excuse yeah. me. When they were opening Pixar Pier, they had a Pixar Fest, and this was part of it because it was uh, supposed to be a up-themed, like it was... Uh, man, the guy from Up's name is escaping me right now. Is it? Um, is it Carl? Carl. Okay. Carl's. It was Carl's fried bologna sandwich. Now it's just the fried bologna sandwich. Yeah. So apparently Carl has uh, has uh, you know and stricken his name from that. You know what? The flavor but, was interesting. I don't. It's not like one of my favorite foods, but for some reason I want to have it again. Well, no, I remember when we had it. I was like, oh, I really like this, and I couldn't really figure out why. But I was like, this was good. And um, so, yeah, we're going to get that. We had, that actually inspired us because that's at the Carnation Cafe. That in, inspired us to make a reservation at that restaurant uh, once we saw it was available. Right. So, And then I think after that meal, I'm going to go ahead and grab one of those peppermint sundaes. Okay, well, we'll both do it. From uh, from Gibson Girl right next door. We'll both do it. Yeah. Because uh, we are definitely the, the having Sorry, to get one of those. Yeah, they call it the peppermint holiday sundae. There's a lot of burgers too. Like there's a um, the Beast Forbidden Pastrami Burger at Red Rose Tavern that looks interesting, and then at Galactic Grill there's a there's a burger too. If I can find it here, it's the Steakhouse Burger. So that, um, that's two burgers. I think that that is it though, right? There's a couple of sandwiches though. They just don't often have like themed burgers. There is the uh, what was that one? The Burnt Ends Sandwich or or something of that. Uh, the grilled cheese was it? Burnt Ends Grilled Cheese Sandwich from Riverbell Terrace. That also looked good. 
Yeah, it does. Well, I don't know that I see a picture of it, but it it sounds good. It looks like it's at the top there at the bottom right-hand corner just above there. Oh, yeah. No, that, that actually looks really good. Oh, yeah. Well, too bad we won't be going there. I mean, I guess we could we could try, but that's one of the more expensive restaurants. Yeah, we're already going to one expensive one, although, well, we can talk. But the hot chocolate beignets, may that's something I think I'm going to break my beignet rule for, which is I don't normally buy beignets in the park, even if they are themed, but the hot chocolate beignets look pretty good. And that, that seems like a new item. Yeah. I, I don't remember that from past years. Well, and it's more than just your regular beignet. It's got uh, chocolate sauce and whipped cream and stuff. So it's not just like a, the pumpkin spice beignets are sort of just like a, almost like a churro covering, uh, a dusting, I would say. So there's the pumpkin spice cold brew. They're keeping that. And then there's a snickerdoodle cold brew, which I'll be trying. And, snickerdoodle uh, brew? You know, they have brew. a... A pumpkin spice cheesecake funnel cake. Yeah, I'm going to get that. That's interesting. I wonder Maybe how they we could all get that and do share. the cheesecake. Because you know what? We got the... I went ahead and ordered when we went in, in October the apple pie funnel cake. I couldn't finish the whole thing, so we ended up so all much. sharing it. And it was um, plenty. Yeah. Don't... Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Robert does an impression every now and now and again when the word plenty comes up. I've had to stop doing it. It's a Gaston impression uh, because he says it in the film. And yeah. Thomas, for the past, like... Yeah, a number of yeah has told me every time plenty comes up to not say it and he were just reflexively told me not to um yeah so that the funnel cake i don't know i'm curious so i yeah we should all try to try to get that one where do you stand on the thanks miss sandwich it's that that kind of holiday sandwich like well i'm curious to try it but given all the other options i don't know that i will only because i've had a holiday sandwich on property before which was at the uh, earl of sandwich and that one was very good so i I feel like if I want one, I can go there. But if there's room, I'll try this one because it's not always there. Well, here's the deal. There's a uh, Dutch apple cinnamon muffin at the, the same spot, the Jolly, the Jolly Holiday Bakery. And I will be getting that, so I'll probably also get the sandwich. It should be noted that some of these things, by the way, are only available like starting December 1st. Um, the Dutch apple cinnamon muffin happens to be one of those. A lot of these things have started already. Today is today as of recording, November eighth. All of this has started, uh, but some of these food items won't be available, and it's only a few. But they won't be available until December first. You know what could be a welcome uh, option for people who don't want something sweet yet something that's similar. It's holiday ish. Is at the Jolly Holiday they have the butternut squash soup. So that's an option, too, if you wanted just something that's a little bit light. And that actually sounds pretty good. Uh, it doesn't have a description, but yeah, it no. does sound good. Um, I'd be curious it, to it, see. Yeah, in, in my experience, it's that kind of soup is like more of a subtle flavor. Well, and here's the, you know, we can just mention now the uh, gingerbread cookies. Those are good. Have oh, you, that, yeah, that's what I'm all about. I brought you home one of those uh, last time. What did you think? I thought it was pretty good. I seem to remember having one that was softer in the park before. Maybe it was in the hotel. I got it. Where did you get the one that you got me? I got it at Paradise Grill, I think it is, in California Adventure. Because the one I remember from a few years ago was, it would have been 2016. I seem to remember having it in one of those bakery bags that they give you when you order one item. Let's say maybe the Matterhorn Macaroon. Okay. The, yeah. And I remember uh, what you're talking about. This was this was yeah. prepackaged and that I'm sure that changes yeah. things. And it, so it was a little bit more firm, which was okay. The flavor was still there, but I like the really soft ones. And I hope that they have that at Jolly Holiday. We'll see. I won't be disappointed if they don't. We should probably get one 
at least a couple times. So we'll have multiple to try. There's an interesting one, Luigi's Pesto Cone. I want to try that too. Yeah. There's a lot. Would you say there's even more for this than there was for Halloween? No. There's a lot, man. They even it's have, probably close. To the what same. about with the festival added on though that they have? Oh, I mean, um, I mean, I don't know if I count that, but I guess we kind of have to. It's there for, for yeah. the, the holidays, so maybe you're right. Maybe there is more options. There are more options. Uh, I don't know. We should. I mean, we could count them and compare, but that who cares? Yeah. Well, it's it's exciting, and I'm. Uh, there's a Yule log here, a raspberry. Uh, Yule log that I'm going to try. I missed out on the Halloween one last time because I simply forgot about it. So I'm going to get the. I'm going to make sure to get the Christmas one. I actually, uh, Michaela was showing me hers earlier, and it was because pr- I wanted to know, like, get an idea of where she and I overlapped in terms of things we we're excited for, and hers was sort of, sort of useless because I was everything was. Most things were. Uh, highlighted and then certain things she would just circle with like certain pages she would just circle with a big heart meaning she wanted all of it oh. and then even if something wasn't highlighted it oftentimes had a question mark next to it like maybe <laughs> so it's like i there's so, like everything was on the table basically much. anything yeah. so it's like okay well we'll just do it whatever we can because at this point i'm willing to try anything and in fact i'd like to try some sort of unique things that i haven't tried before like types of foods and things uh so I'm I'm open for it and uh, excited for the potential of, of what this could be. I'm glad that we have this trip on the on the docket because it'll be fun to try all the food and see it during Christmas time. Of course, that's a, that's always fun. It is uh, worth mentioning, I think, too, that that uh, pan dulce sandwich, ice cream sandwich from Rancho del Zocalo, is back. So we did try that during Halloween, and it was pretty good. Uh, if that's something you wanted to try and didn't get to try it during Halloween. It'll be here through November and December. So that's, that's something it's cocoa themed. Uh, pretty good. I would, I would recommend it if you're into that sort of thing in general, you know, Rancho has a lot of good stuff. You seem to be pretty excited about that. The chicken mole was one thing you were, you were, yeah, that in particular, I want to try. I like mole when it's good. I haven't had bad mole. Uh, so I, I want to try it and give it, give it a shot. I, I really like that restaurant Rancho del Zocalo. You're saying it's becoming one of your favorites. Well, they have solid food all the time. Uh, I really have well, never had unique. Yeah, and I've never had bad food there. The I like the the uh, I guess the the decor of the restaurant, the theming. Yeah, well, it's right next there to Thunder Mountain too. So if you get that, the right seat, you can be right there. And that's another thing that I like about it. And uh, yeah, so really, I look. For, I I have to make a point to go there this time. That one I really have to try. The chicken mole. Yeah, we'll we'll go there because I want to try that too. You said that you'd think I would like it as well. And so. it, it, I've had the half chicken before, and that's what the chicken mole is. It's a half chicken, you know, with the mole and then some sour cream and your your rice, your re- refried beans, and all that toasted sesame seeds. It should be really good. Uh, I I can't imagine they'll do a bad job. Well, when I when I say that restaurant's unique, I guess what I mean is for that park, there's not you can't find the. It's not going to be burgers and fries and chicken tenders. It's like you don't get Mexican food really anywhere else in that. How park. about in a uh, California Adventure? You can get it there, but I guess I was just well, specifically but, talking but about. But where? They have it at the Pacific Wharf area. Yeah, that that place doesn't seem as interesting to oh, me. It isn't, e- no. Even even the menu. Well, yeah, but also just like it's like this weird. The, the there's no atmosphere there at all. Yeah, it's like you just well, walk the whole up. the whole place is like a food courtyard that looks like this. Well, like the like the wharf over. In uh, San Francisco, well, near Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. Yeah, churro shake. That I'm intrigued by. You seen this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I mean, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm probably not going to get that. Oh, really? Okay. Um, Interesting. Well, is, it for, is that in DCA? Mm-hmm. Schmoozies. Well, I'm going to get the, the donut from Schmoozies. And as am I. Uh, they have the mini wreath donut. So I've had this before. It's basically like a cronut. And then in the middle, it's got a chocolate peppermint sauce, cream, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's that's a good one. So uh, they call it a chocolate peppermint ganache. So if you know what that means. I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what it is because I've had it before. So I guess I know what ganache is. Anyways, so there's that. Anyways, thoughts? Anything else? That no, I think that, that's enough for now. I yeah. Think we've, we'll yeah. be there, so we will talk about it then. Sure. We are going to play a little game of Would You Rather... And so if you guys aren't familiar with this sort of thing, it's, you know, you propose two two options, two scenarios, I guess. And then you have Well, to- it's it's two options. It's would you rather this or that? Yeah. And they could be each one could be different scenarios or different things. And well, you'll find out as we go through. But it's it's fairly simple. Yep. Why don't uh why don't you go? Uh, I was hoping you, well, I only have four. I don't know how many you have. Yeah, I have, I have four written down. I have, a, I've thought of a few when I was like walking around cause I w- went around the neighborhood a few, about 30 minutes ago. So I thought of some more, but I can go first if you'd like. And another note is that these, at least the ones that I made, they're supposed to be a difficult decision. It's not just yeah. what do you prefer between two items? Oh yeah. These are, it's not like Peter Pan or Splash Mountain. It's not, that's just, what do you like better? Yeah. This is this is a difficult decision, as you'll you'll find out. Okay, yeah, and they're ridiculous. Mine, at least, most are ridiculous things that would never happen. So, um, I'll just ask this one first. Would you rather never be able to go to Disneyland Park again? So you can go to Disneyland. You could go to Disney World, any of those parks. You could still go to California Adventure, even, but you can't go to Disneyland Park, or never be able to watch a Disney movie again. Any Disney movie, past, present, or future. Okay, so I have three left. Uh, I had that same idea. Although <laughs> although mine was, you couldn't go to Disney parks ever again. Or you could only go to parks or watch movies. You can't do both. Yeah, well, that's kind of what this is, but I'm only getting rid of Disneyland. You're getting and I, rid of... I think that actually if it were all Disney parks, it's an easy choice I, for me. So that's why I, I, I could not not go to Disney park. So you would pick parks over films? Because well, you can watch films all in, the time. In and... this one, I actually haven't decided yet. I'm kind of okay. curious to hear how you work through this. But if it were Disney parks, all parks, I would have to choose par- to go. To, uh, I still want to go to parks. I would choose to not watch movies. Um, for you, though, just Disneyland. You can still go to the other parks. Would you choose never to go to Disneyland again? And, and Disneyland holds a special place for us for a lot of reasons. Would you choose to never go to Disneyland again? Or never watch another Disney movie. You can't watch any of the old movies, and you can't watch any of the. the so if I'm films going to released. Disneyland, then I can't watch movies. Yes, exactly. I don't know, and the reason is because <laughs> if I don't watch new movies that come out, I don't. How do I know the context of new things coming to the park, like in parades? Well, you don't need to. I mean, but it, it, in 40 years, assuming I'm still alive. And I haven't watched any of the films that have come out. And the parade is full of these new things that I don't know anything about. Yeah. To be clear, all of these questions are dependent on you still being alive. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I made that assumption. And you forgive don't me for bring, making the you assumption. You don't need to bring that up next time. Um, uh, but even still, I was tr- I'm making the point about time that it's yeah. the further out you no, go. No, I understand. 
Now, is it the case that I, I don't get to see anything from any of the movies in California Adventure or anywhere else? Is it, is it that restricted? This is a made-up universe. No, when you so walk in the park, so like if, 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 they make a, if, the, if, if they make an onward ride or whatever, that'll, you'll be able to access that. But I, okay, but if there were a preview for a film in, in DCA like they used to do, yeah, could I watch that? I'm going to say no. Okay, I would have said no, too. Yeah. I would... Hmm. My whole life. <laughs> this is extremely difficult. Man. Because if the movies that we already have I Think are about great. it this way, though. Wait, wait. Can I watch movies that I've already seen? Or is it I'm no. restricted from all new ones? New and old. Is my memory wiped from all the... No, no. You have your memory. It's just... Okay. Can I recreate them? Or is, is like, quoting it not even allowed? Like, the films that I have you seen... You can talk about them. Okay. So I can keep them alive in my memory. Yeah. Forevermore. I might choose the parks. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. that When you said that, like, well, how will you have a reference point for new things coming into the parks? Well, I mean... You know, there, there's no reference point as of now for Jungle Cruise or, or you know. But there, we already Thunder know Mountain. that they're not doing those kinds of rides mostly. I know, but you wouldn't have – it doesn't spoil the Thunder Mountain or Space Mountain because there's no reference point. There's no film attachment for you. You know what I mean? So is this only Disney movies or are we including all of Disney entertainment as we experience it through TV or film. So, Steamboat Willie, Mickey Short, Silly Symphony, Disneyland TV episodes, yeah, Disney gonna, Channel original movies. All I'm going to say anything that is media, like any type of like uh, you know, watching something on a screen basically. Yeah. Film gonna, and TV. Film and TV. Whether it's short film or whatever. Okay. Yeah. That okay. Well, mm, I think the park it's actually a fairly easy choice. I'll go I'll go to the parks. You're going to you're going to never watch a Disney movie again but go to the parks. Uh yes. Okay. Because I think since they're already going with IP mostly on attractions, I'll be able to get enough, you know, contextual, uh, I guess, a contextual idea of what's going on. To be clear, you can still, if you were to choose movies, you could still go to every other Disney park, just not Disneyland. I know. I'm aware. People are going to think. <laughs> that's my favorite park. I understand. And there's, there's so much value in that park that it would be foolish for me as an individual. If I were making the decision for someone else, I would pick I would pick watching movies, honestly. But for me, I can make the sacrifice. I'm trying to think for myself. And I can if, make my own movies, you know? Yeah. Or I can just make friends with a lot of really good storytellers, and then they can tell me what the movies are about. Is that part of the rules? No, no, you just can't watch them okay. yourself. Oh, yeah, there are solutions to these problems. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think for myself if Magic Kingdom is like a suitable substitute for me to where like going, I could still go there and enjoy that. Ugh. I think I'm going to choose to not watch movies either. But gosh, that's a tough choice. And you know what makes it real tough too is like Peyton, like... Every, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's I didn't even think about that. Every Thanksgiving we go to see whatever Disney movie comes out in November, and that's like a tradition. Oof. Um You have to have a new tradition. Just go to the park on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. That's even better. No one does that. Anyways, um man, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to yeah, I'm going to never watch movies again, I guess. <laughs> God that stuff cuz I can't imagine not being able to just drive down to Disneyland. You know what I mean? 
and not, and going to Disneyland. Right. For and us, I would never be able to go to California Adventure again because I'd be so upset. It would ruin every trip to California Adventure to have Disneyland there and I'm, not be able to walk I in. I don't know about about that for me. I'm, but uh, I wouldn't make the sacrifice to begin with. Okay. Well, Disneyland here's a question: the What would Michaela do? She'd be like, "All right, I guess I'm going to Disneyland, Robert. I'm going to ride Indiana Jones. See you later." No, she wouldn't. You don't think she she would uh, never go to Disneyland again? I either? don't think she would want to ride a ride alone, at least not for a long time. Yeah. Not everyone's into that like I am. I would do it. I have done it. Oh, the point is, okay, I will never watch movies again, but I will still attend Disneyland Park. So okay. That, that's a tough choice, but that's what I went with. That's a good one, and that, that's basically a question I had. Okay, go ahead. Um, would you rather have the Disney Renaissance films or Pixar? All the films, the company. So if we keep, we keep the Disney Renaissance films, which are start at Little Mermaid, end at maybe, what, Emperor's New Groove just before that? So Emperor's New Groove still exists. This um, is an important question. This is. I don't know that. No, Emperor's New Groove doesn't count. But it would be that the Disney Renaissance films are there, and everything after is still there. But Pixar is not. It never came into being. You get one or the other. So Emperor's New Groove would still be there, but it, you'd have to wait from like the seventies or whatever, or the early eighties. Well, hey man, I'm only conscious for like five of those years anyway. It doesn't really matter to me. Eight, but yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not conscious. I mean, for like three of those years, I don't know what's going on, so I'm fine. Okay, I'm just chilling. You know, uh, that is tough. So, because your favorite characters from a Pixar film. This is a. Uh, a situation similar to what Michaela and I discussed today, actually. And she went on this long thing about how I would have to pick a new favorite character because my favorite character is Buzz Lightyear and uh, how our recent episode about Pixar films would would not exist and all this stuff if we did this. Well, so she, she had this idea too? She had a, would you rather just eliminate Walt Disney Studios movies altogether or oh. Pixar movies altogether? Well, I didn't think that was in a comparable thing yeah when i started um, to think about it i said you can't do that because there's just two the catalogs are two and the his, historically so what do you think about yours my is, proposition yours is very very difficult because almost all of my favorite like top five no movies. little mermaid no aladdin no beauty and the beast no, no lion king no lion king no hercules no pocahontas no mulan yeah well you know what no tarzan we don't get any of those live action remakes in this scenario though <laughs> any of those well they might have been live action or originals which is even worse this is this is tough because you lose toy story which is just a but beauty and the beast lion king aladdin and hercules are some of my favorite movies and actually had a played a big part in my childhood oh man this is terrible I had a feeling this was going to be a really tough I actually don't know what I would pick. I didn't even, I didn't even realize that by asking these questions, I might have to give an answer to. Dude, that's what I was thinking about when I asked you mine. I was like, oh, no, I have no idea. Okay. the um, I'm, I'm going to stick well, with... Well, think about it more. Do you have any more questions? Because there are some thoughts that I have that... Well, let's hear your thoughts because I... So if Pixar never happened, the people who created it are still in the world. So they could contribute to walt disney studios that's a risk you have to take in this scenario yeah so john lasseter could instead be making films for disney we don't know what they would be we but, have no cars land though but pixar yeah it wouldn't be there'd be no pixar period which i know you adore <laughs> well I, I don't i like it yeah it's fine <laughs> i wouldn't say i know you're kidding but i don't it's not like i hate it or anything um yeah well and there'd be no jesse's critter carousel so that's pretty much untenable. 
there wouldn't be a Bucks land ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know it's gone now, but we, we had some good times in that spot, man. <laughs> oh, man. I was about to, I was pretty quick. I was ready to get rid of Pixar altogether. Oof. What is Disney, Walt Disney Studios, without those Renaissance films, though? I don't know. For the like from the seventies until like and now like a lot of things have for me have haven't been quite as inspiring as those Renaissance films. So if you take those films out, what does that leave you with for the past like forty years? Not much. The reputation. See, the thing is, Pixar doesn't ever exist in this universe. But Little Mermaid was never made, so other films could still be made. We just don't know that. We wouldn't, we wouldn't know the films that we know now and love. So we have to get rid of something we know and love. It's gone. And it's stripped from our, our memory in this situation. There's like one day after you make the decision, everything is gone from your memory. Yeah. There's none of that. But you would get to keep Pixar or vice versa. I'm, gonna, I'm going to get rid of Pixar. Okay. In this scenario. What, why, why, why is that? I think that that renaissance really i don't, I don't want to say it saved the studio but it, it it really picked it up and made it something that it hadn't been in a long time and frankly maybe hasn't been since so you know i i hope that they can recapture that sort of consistency but um that those movies are extremely impactful for me and you know what they probably helped pixar come into being they certainly yeah. did because john lasseter worked at Walt Disney Animation Studios, and he was one of the creators, the founders. Who knows what Pixar is without those films? So, Yes. And you know what changes it, too? The music. We lose all those songs. But Alan Menken would still be a human. (laughs) So he could still... I don't know why he would make them. (laughs) And (laughs) you would make some kind of music. And Elton John and Howard Ashman could all get together and make some music for people. But, uh, yeah. Here's a question. I would would make the same decision as you. yeah, okay. Well, the only question I have is, would they still be making movies during the 90s, the Renaissance time? Or would they just not be making... Would there be no movies during that time? There'd be movies, but there's no guarantee that... Like, the Renaissance is sort of an unexpected thing that happened, right? Because what someone could say is, well, there's still a chance they would have made good movies in the 90s, but if Pixar's gone, there's no chance that we get any good movies from them. And yet, Pixar being good is... a is sort of an extension of the Renaissance era. Yeah, I agree. For Disney. For the spirit of the question, I'm going to keep the Renaissance and get rid of Pixar. But gosh, that's really tough. Yeah. So we don't get any Toy Story, yeah. which we grew up with too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's and then Coco was, Coco, it was transformative for me. I saw that one a lot in theaters. That's transformative in a number of ways. Yeah. For other people, for you, for me, it's all different in different ways. Oh, man, it's, uh yeah. That's but tough. I make the same choice. Pixar's out of here. <laughs> That's tough stuff, man. Very, very tough. Okay, your question. Here's one that I think is at least less agonizing. Um, would you rather wait an hour to buy a themed popcorn bucket? Or would you rather wait an hour to meet Daisy? <laughs> what (laughs) yeah to me those are both equally uninteresting and so it doesn't matter which one i pick (laughs) i what well what is the popcorn bucket 
It's I'm, I actually thought about this. It's going to be the alien one. Oh, you're picking one that a, actually exists. Yeah, just make it a little bit easier for you to the conceptualize it. It's an alien, and it's in a Christmas. It's in a Santa. So you can't. You don't even feel comfortable using it the whole year, <laughs> like having it displayed the whole year. You, it's wearing a Santa outfit, which well, maybe exists you don't, right maybe now. Maybe you don't feel comfortable. I would get comfortable, assuming that's my <laughs> choice. Spent an hour buying it. I it's hope just so. one hour. <laughs> but you know what? I would wait an hour to meet Daisy because I don't have to spend money to to meet her. <laughs> I knew you were going to say this, and so the reason I I almost made the Daisy one like longer by thirty minutes just to give you a little bit more to think about. If you'd said two and a half hours. <laughs> Two and a half hours, I might just pay the whatever, 20 bucks it is. Wait an hour and have some fun. Yeah, I I think, I think I'm in the same boat. And I chose Daisy kind of strategically because she's just not that interesting to me. Like if it was a face character, I feel like that's a much... Well, at least if she could talk, Daisy could talk English well, speak English well. Yeah. But I, I don't know. They actually used to have a talking Mickey, right? Or they still yeah. do some places. So yeah. maybe one day. Yeah, perhaps. Well, okay. I, I think I landed in the same spot. That one was just supposed to be a little bit more lighthearted because the other okay. ones have been so agonizing. For was me. that your second one? Was it really only my second one? Yeah, well, it was. Well, that's good because that was a quick one. I, I think I only have agonizing ones. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I only have two left and I'll save my last one, which you already know. But uh, I've been prepping for that one. So this one is... You you can't taste anything at the parks for your whole trip. So if you go for a week, it's a whole week. Or you can't hear anything at the parks for your whole trip. Okay, this is kind of similar to one thing I had. Can't, here's my question. Am I able to bring food in? Am I able to make a lunch and uh, bring Why it is in? that relevant? When you say taste, you mean I could put something in my mouth, but it, I won't taste it? doesn't matter it. what you eat. You, you can't taste anything. Okay, but and I can eat and stuff. It's just, it's some magical spell put on you. So I won't be hungry. Well, you'll be hungry like you always are. No, but I won't, like, I guess what I mean is I can, I can eat stuff and it will, it will make me feel not hungry, but I won't be able to. Yeah. So I, let's I say you're at the park for, for five days. That whole time, you can't taste any of the food that you eat. And we started this whole episode talking about the different foods we want to go and try. And that's a big part of why we go, which is why I thought this was a difficult question. It is. Oh, I have a similar question um, that I may still ask. I was going to say something along these lines, but... um, Think about what you could hear at the parks. So if you can't taste, you can hear. You You can hear all the attractions, all the music... You can hear the fireworks. Although, if you couldn't hear, you could still feel the the boom. Man, come on! This come is on. Re- this is really tough. Oh man, I think and there's you don't hear the music. You don't hear. Can I still smell? Yeah, I was gonna maybe do hearing or smelling, and I chose hearing. Um, yeah, hearing's a good of one. Of course, everything, every other sense you have, it's just either taste or hearing is gone for five days. That That's something I just came up with on the spot, but I think that's appropriate. I think I'm going to get rid of my, t- my taste. Really? I think so. You don't think you have enough memory of what things sound like that you could just fill that in? There's just so much with the music, with the... the characters. Think about this. The, you wouldn't have to talk sh- to anybody. With the shows... 
someone talks to you, you just say, can't hear you. Sorry. You're right. I, I want to keep my taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, not to make light of this. Are but you the- sure? Because what if you go in the tiki room? You can't hear anything. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you can't hear the choo-choo train. Yeah, that's fine. Not to make light of this, but there are people who go to the parks and can't hear anything. And they I know, seem but to this be- is a situation in which you one day have your hearing, <laughs> yeah. and then you just don't. But it's your choice. Yeah. Well... I'll be able to hear when I leave the park. The point is, it would both of these would be such a jarring experience for anybody who who normally has these senses, and it's no it's no issue that it becomes such a dis an uncomfortable thing. I have an important like, question. What would? Yeah. Am I able to taste and hear in downtown Disney? <laughs> no, no, no. It's the whole resort and all the hotels. <laughs> I really thought Every- I found a loophole in this in this deal with the devil. <laughs> if you if you could, how much time would you spend in downtown Disney? Or would you have to come out and eat? eat? Well, I think if I if I could taste, that wouldn't even be a challenge, dude. Yeah, I know that'd be so easy. I think if I could, if I could go to Downtown Disney and my senses would be back, whichever one I chose, I would choose to get rid of my taste because then I could not eat in Disneyland and then just go to like. There's plenty of good, and you can get a lot of the food, like the treats. You can get in the confectionery and things like that. So that would, and you know, there's no shortage of restaurants in downtown Disney and the hotels and that sort of thing. So that's why I asked. Um, yeah, I would keep my taste, get rid of my hearing. Okay. But that's know. rough. Yeah. Like, like you can't hear world of color now. You just can't hear it. That, that sucks. The thing is you don't have to go, you don't have to go see it. However, <laughs> not hearing might not actually be that bad for that show. Yeah, I, I guess. Especially given that you would already know what the songs are and you would feel them. You're like, Part of what makes drums such like a tribal instrument, you know, you could feel it. Really big drums, you could feel it in your body. So you could feel the songs and know what's going on. And you'd have memory. So it wouldn't be all that bad. Yeah. It just would be bad. What would you go with? Oh, the same. I can't not taste. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Would you rather have to pack your own food? So like you can't... Is this the one that was close to the one? Yeah. Okay. You have to pack your own food, meaning you can taste your food. Not like your question, but you I can't... Know, I know what pack food means. You can't eat any of the you, Disney You brown food. bag it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, now I'm looking... Uh, or you can never go on another ride ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So I'm brown bagging it every time I go to the park? For the rest of my life, yes. But you can you can go to the, you can go to the tiki room. The you you can um, you can do anything that's stationary. This is ridiculous. Uh, you can see a show. Okay, let me ask you this: What if I have <laughs> a friend go into the park, buy me food, bring it out, I put it in a brown bag, and I walk back in? No, you have to have made this at your house by yourself. They come to my house. <laughs> the food actually that would be that's actually a fairly easy decision i would i would <laughs> i get to ride attractions all i have to do is pack some food that tastes good yeah it's easy <laughs> but we just talked about something that's similar like i know but not riding attractions ever yeah versus so what i get to eat some some toffee that i can buy somewhere else at a churro Ooh, big deal <laughs> get a turkey leg what's so special about most of this food you know <laughs> <laughs> it's how quickly you convince yourself that the food doesn't matter 
Okay. The well, truth is, you actually could get a lot of this food elsewhere. Now, yeah. let me ask you about Downtown Disney. Does that count, yes, too? Yes, okay. of course. I'm brown bagging it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the original question, just to, I, I, I sort of amended it. It was, um, you brown bag it, or you can never see a show again. Um, oh, that one's easy, I think. Well, I don't know. I don't, that might be more difficult, because shows are few and far between, but when they're there, they're really good. There are more good attractions, so it's like, okay, that's really important. You can never see World of Color again. Uh, Any fireworks show that comes up for the holidays. Can I see a recording of these on YouTube? Or are they barred from my existence? Yeah, the same way that you can't have someone bring... Yeah. Yeah. They're barred from your existence. Hmm. You can have someone tell you about it. Oh, that'll be fun. (laughs) Everyone loves that. (laughs) Hmm. Nah, I think I'll still brown bag it. That's not that much of an effort, really. Okay. I mean, it could be because especially we have to travel there, but you make enough preparations beforehand, you're you're good to go. I yeah, I don't disagree. Okay. Besides, all we all we really have to do is get some hot water from the Jolly Holiday and bring in some freeze dried meals, and then uh, you know <laughs> yeah. you're rehydrating them and you're eating uh, you know blueberry uh, cheesecake in no time. <laughs> Astronauts do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they seem they seem ha- like happy people. I did it in the mountains. No big deal. Backpacking meals. People know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So I have one that I like half wrote out, but I'm going to, I'm going to choose it anyway and we'll see what happens with it. So every time you go into a new land before you do anything, no shopping, no attractions, no eating, you have to meet and take a picture with a character. Is there a line? It, it just depends on that day in that moment. Okay. Or... You have to eat one thing the entire time. I was going to say cotton candy, but I don't know that they have it everywhere. They do have cotton candy, though, don't they? They have cotton candy readily available. Do you okay, make cotton you're, candy? You're, yep, cotton candy. You have to eat that your entire, let's say, five-day trip. <laughs> okay. Think about me. I hate cotton candy. <laughs> and there's nothing to it. That's why it's such a difficult... Yeah, imagine how you would feel after five days of that. Okay, now imagine going into... Well, where there's some characters that you actually have to meet. Go going into New Orleans Square, you have to meet a character. You might run into Doctor Facilier, but you might have to meet Jack and Sally, and that's a long line. Well, think about this: what if you go into Tomorrowland and you go on a ride, and then you leave Tomorrowland, and then you're like, eh, you're in the hub, and you're like, wait, let's go back to Tomorrowland because we have to do this this other thing. So you've all, in that situation, you've already waited for a character. <laughs> you got to wait for another one. Yeah, and a lot of times, like in Fantasyland, they're just walking around, so you got to find them. I, though, could not. I might. Am I able to bring in my own food, or I can only? eat? No, no, you can only eat <laughs> cotton candy. <laughs> okay. I am going to uh, have to take a, a picture with a character every time I go into a land, and it has to be a posed picture. <laughs> so you... it, it can't be like when Michaela, you had you had video of her and Gaston. Yeah, no, she was just getting in his general. Like you were both in the same frame. Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't. Yeah. a picture together. Yeah. So this is this could take a long time. I, I mean, understand. a character might not even be there for an hour or whatever. <laughs> wait, so available gonna, to take a picture? Not gonna be a, so I have to wait around for a hey, character. You, you, yeah, that's what has to happen. What? You, can, you can walk around, but you can't. There's you never can't any go characters with, in in in. Uh, in Tomorrowland. And that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what would you choose? Oh, I didn't really think Is this for it. the rest of my life, by the way? No, it's just for a five-day trip, which oh. is long, of course. Maybe we could say three days, because that's more what people would do. But we do a five-day-plus trip every year. 
So five days. What would I do? You know, five days of cotton candy. Can you imagine? <laughs> do I have to eat? Well, this is only while you're on property. You could eat outside of the park. In but, downtown Disney? But if you're going to eat, no, on the streets around it, yeah, which makes it a little bit better. But frankly, only cotton candy in the park. You know what? You'd have to leave the park to get lunch. When you just said that I have to wait around for a... I mean, like, I could be waiting in Tomorrowland for I don't know, an hour and a half. Now that you say Tomorrowland, I don't know who would show up. <laughs> well, <laughs> well the, it used the, to be the Star I, Troopers, but now they don't Stormtroopers. Do, they don't do it anymore? I'm just... I don't know, is I, what I'm saying. I think they still do. Although they're in Galaxy's Edge now. Yeah. And they're not going to stop for a pose. I'm going to say... I'm going to change my mind, sorry, to I have to eat cotton candy the whole trip, because that doesn't... I yeah, oh, no, it'd be a, a huge disturbance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, cotton candy's not that bad. I mean, it's not that good either. Yeah, but I mean, if I can, if I can eat it like those five days, if I can eat it Johnny Rockets, I'll be okay. Johnny Rockets. Yeah, it's just across the street. It's a thing that. Yeah, you're right. You could have a solid breakfast and then move on. Yeah. Okay. Do you have another one? If you don't, I have I have my final one that you know about. You want to save that one for the last? Well, yeah, but if you don't have one, then I figure I have one could... that's kind of interesting. Okay. Would you rather Disney any Disney park? Stop decorating for Halloween every year or stop decorating for Christmas every year? Uh, just the Magic Kingdoms, obviously. Yeah. Well, okay, but Disneyland, California Adventure would still not be. Yeah, exactly. So any, any basically any park actually that, you know, decorates for the holidays in any sort of significant way, it, no, it just no longer does it for Halloween or no longer does it for well, Christmas. Well, here's a sub-debate. Uh, is the Haunted Mansion holiday there? Not during the time. Which time? Whichever one you choose. So if it's, it won't be there for Halloween or it won't be there for Christmas. Why is it not there for, if I choose Halloween to keep? If you choose Halloween, it stays oh, during and, Halloween. And if I choose. But then it goes down before Christmas. Well, there wouldn't be Christmas. That's what I'm saying. So it would just be down. The season would be cut short. Yes. Hmm. Halloween is pretty wicked. Pardon the pun. Uh, but Christmas is special in its own way for many people. I would keep Halloween. Personally, I wouldn't keep it for my friends or you know other people. But for me, I'm keeping Halloween. I think there's a lot. Wouldn't a lot it more be f- so weird if they didn't decorate for Christmas? Yeah, but I don't have to be there, and most of the time I'm not there during Christmas, so it's not. It'd be so weird if they didn't. It would be weird. But that this is a weird. weird this thing. is a weird game. These are weird times. <laughs> so if they didn't do Halloween. I guess that would be a little bit less weird, but they definitely spend more time for Halloween, don't they, in the park than it's actually comparable in Disneyland. It's like September, first week of September until end of October, same with November to uh, end of the year. But in Florida, August 15th or whatever this year was, it was Halloween season. But that that one sucks too. So if... (laughs) So, but I hear they do Christmas great. Yeah. So maybe if it's that park, I yeah. would get rid of Halloween. But it's not. It's what I, it's all of them. Well, that's I'll get rid of Halloween then because if Christmas is really that great in Florida, and we know that the Halloween isn't that great, yeah, at least in our own our own opinion, then I can go elsewhere and experience different Christmases and see what they're about. But so you're getting. But the point is, Disneyland Halloween I know is great. Yeah. But I don't know that it's great anywhere else. In fact, I think it's not. So Disneyland is one great place. Christmas in Disneyland is good. In Florida, it's supposed to be even better. So it may be 
that that's that little extra is enough for me. So I'm I'm going to choose Christmas now. So you're going to keep Christmas. I'm going to keep it. What about you? I'm keeping Halloween. I just like Halloween season. Too okay. Much. So that's very tough. But what do you like most about it that seals it for you? Just. I like that fall season, that fall feel, and I there's the you know the, you see k- different characters around that you don't always see during the regular, like I don't I don't know that I see the evil queen around that often, but we saw her on our last trip, and uh, just seems like there's more villains walking. She's around. around. I don't know. It's my and I like the I also enjoy the Halloween party. I, I wouldn't want that to go away, and that would go away. It would. So that's my, that's it, the Halloween party is a big decision. A big, a big part of the decision. And, you know, and Halloween screams is great. Yeah, the food is always great. At least in the past, you know, five years or whatever that we've been going. Yeah, there's we, a lot to love about it. We always go during Halloween. We don't always go during Christmas. You know. Oh my God, the churro Sunday is a Halloween item. Yep, that might be the best thing I've ever had in a Disney. Park. It's really good. It's really, really good. Can't they just call it a Christmas churro Sunday? <laughs> hey, you know what else goes? Mummy donuts gone. That's okay. I'll just make a PB and J and brown bag it in. <laughs> Buy a donut separately and mash them together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good move. All right, fair enough. All right. Um, did you want to save yours for last? I'm yeah. If you have more to, to go though, I'm this, I'm fresh out. This kind of has nothing to do with Disney, but it came to my head, and now I'm laughing really hard. So, okay, hit me with hit me with it. Do you, would you rather when you're in the parks? It is. I mean, you are in the parks. Flies are. <laughs> around you at all times swarming you like just all the time no matter what you do okay if you jump in water like if you're at a disney resort and you're at, go to the pool and you jump in water you the, come up they're there oh they're not underwater no, no 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 but they're it's not like you could uh, out you know escape them from getting submerged in water for a few minutes and trick them or something like that like they're there okay or would you rather be covered in hair so much hair, like Chewbacca. When oh, you're, Chewbacca! I was gonna yeah. say Robin Williams. When you're in the parks, what? So my, is it? It's just, it's just growing on me as I'm walking into the park. <laughs> yeah, just just all of a sudden you're. Or is it something I put on? No, you just it sprout like you. You're walking, and then the second you're on down, you know. Disney so there's park. no guarantee the hair would be like straight and you know silky like Chewbacca. No, it, no, no. it could look horrible. Yeah, there's no telling. Yeah. Are, do the flies ever touch me? No, but they're always just within so close. Can I feel the breeze from their, their yeah, wings? Yeah, for sure. It's like, really close. There. And they're buzzing. There's like yeah, 86 well, of in them. In this situation, I chose not to be able to hear at the park, so that wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> There's like 85, 86 of them. 85? I would have pictured more than that. Uh, that's a lot of flies, man. I think it's fewer than you think. And they're think. mostly around your head. Well... <laughs> what season are we in is it the dead of winter i'll say because that hair could be useful i'll say it's march march that's a very mild month mild month march hmm do you have an answer i think i'd yeah i think i'd be covered in hair see you'd, i'm already you'd, kind of no covered in no hair. not in the way you're talking about <laughs> the in both situations you get strange looks from people exactly i actually had an even more strange one <laughs> that i that i is it appropriate is it podcast appropriate it's 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 not like 
really bad. I was going to say, uh, instead of the hair one, I was going to say if you have translucent skin, like like your skin is see-through. Oh, God. <laughs> With the same layer, number of layers of skin? Yeah, everything's the same. You just People can see through your skin. Yuck. But you could wear long sleeves and you'd be good. You can't wear masks at Disneyland, though. I know. You wear but, a lot of makeup. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's just do the hair one, though. Um, you're getting I'm, weird looks from people with the hair and and your face is all hair everything yeah everything even your eyes no no of course not i'm tempted to say hair because the flies would be annoying <laughs> yes very but you can never get another good picture again if you have the hair i've wore the flies this is for my life my, yeah. whole, my whole life see i limited my <laughs> questions to five days you're telling me my whole life well, a lot of my questions are dependent on never being able to do it again. Because if I tell you you can't watch movies for five days, that's an easy I answer. would get used to hair everywhere. So would other people. I'd actually be a celebrity. That's true. Um, unless, of course, a lot of people are playing this game. And then there's a lot of hairy people who are walking does. around. And then flies, too. No, I think the flies would be annoying. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't spend time with people close by. Yeah. Like, you couldn't ride with people in front or behind you in attractions. Okay. Because they just wouldn't want to be there. It might actually be a, a hazard that yeah. they'd say, you, got, you, you probably shouldn't be in this park. <laughs> <laughs> There's something going on here that just doesn't make sense. But, of course, I would blame them, you know, for discriminating against the, the flies. <laughs> I don't even know what to call a person who has flies all over their head. <laughs> yeah yeah okay i'll choose the hair there's a lot more flexibility with people adjusting to you there yeah 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 although if if flies die do do new ones come in or is it one generation of flies it's always it's always the same number of flies are they real flies or robotic flies they're real okay that's but if you kill one another one takes its place okay so that's horrible um yeah i'll be hairy you yeah. Oh, yeah. No question. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. The hairy... Yeah, that, I hate flies. I hate one fly buzzing around my proximity, let alone right around my head. That's for, true. Yeah. Okay. So, you ready to... Yeah, you explain it to the audience. I know... There's I, nothing really to explain. It's... it's <laughs> uh, what is it? Five words. No train or no trees. So, you could have the park. You could have all your trees. Everything's normal except for there's no train. There's no Disneyland Railroad. This is Disneyland specific. You can do Magic Kingdom, too. No. This Disneyland Railroad is better, so it means we more. We do both. But Disneyland Railroad is a lot of what inspired the park to begin with. So Disneyland Railroad, or and so you can keep that and have no trees in the park, or you have trees, but no train. Go. I, I truly hate this question. Um, so the case for trees is it's a lot of the, a lot of the immersion – is wrapped up in there being trees. Like, imagine there being no trees on the Jungle Cruise. Can you use bushes? No. Nothing higher than grass or some... Nothing higher than a foot off the ground. So you could have plants, but no no trees that provide shade, no, nothing like that. Um, so it's a, it's a rough situation to be in. Yeah, well, and, like, they use trees to keep things immersive and keep land separated. Yep, and- that's why this is... It actually, the way you're saying it makes it seem like the train is an obvious thing to get rid of, at least in my opinion. But 
Imagine the train not being there. There's no there's no, no train stations, so the front of the park looks totally different. Here's a question: Are they ripping out the train and or and or the trees, or are they just ne- have they never existed? The situation is that you wake up one morning, you go to the park, you've already made your decision, and then all of a sudden, and everyone else has to live this reality too. <laughs> there's no train, or you get there and there's a train, but there's no there's no trees anywhere. <laughs> it's just buildings and some boat going around where Jungle Cruise used to be. It's not Jungle Cruise anymore. It's just a concrete cruise. Concrete cruise, yeah. That actually kind of works. So that could be good. Concrete jungle. <laughs> concrete jungle cruise. Let's make it happen. I could spin it. <laughs> Indiana Jones, no trees in that queue. Yeah. Uh, there's no... Well, all of that area back, what, behind Frontierland, all of Tom Sawyer Island, no trees. There's no shade to be found that's not a building. Yeah. And and those are probably crowded because there's no trees. Yeah. I, I think that the park might cease to exist without trees. That's my really? problem. Yeah. Here's an important question. Does Tarzan's treehouse still exist or not? It's just Tarzan's house. <laughs> just Tarzan's house. <laughs> no tree. <laughs> Is it suspended in air? Or is it crowd Oh, no, it's on the ground. (laughs) They make it look like it fell, too. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I have to get rid of the train. I'm sorry. Really? I have to. There's no more train stations. So the front of the park, I don't even know what it looks like. There's no trains. Nothing. I really do think the park might not exist without trees. <laughs> Why wouldn't it exist? Because people wouldn't go? Or because... It would cease well, to exist as we know it. But, the immersion well, of course, as we know ruined. it. Both of these would cease to exist as we know it. I mean, both scenarios would produce a situation in which this park is totally different than you knew it. But which would be the bigger loss? There's and also it, no it seems shrubbery like by, this, by your rules. That's Well, yeah. I mean, nothing higher than a, about a foot off the ground. Yeah. You're going keep train in this. I haven't made a decision, but it sounds like you're leaning trees, keep trees. I can't get rid of the trees, man. Does the petrified tree stay? (laughs) Okay, that can stay. (laughs) It's not even really a tree. It's actually just a fossil. And there you go. Well, isn't it a tree that became, it's so old that it became this other thing. Let's move on from that. We'll we'll cover that in another episode. (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) um yeah uh i i think i think i got gotta get rid of the train and keep the trees i it's as as does here's a i mean does magic kingdom keep its train i don't even care (laughs) (laughs) actually magic kingdom if we're if we're magic kingdom i'm getting rid of the train because we were there in september without the train yeah didn't even think about it I think the train means so much more to Disneyland. Yeah, it does. Than it ever did in Florida. Yeah, you're you're right. Um, the, the only reason I asked was I would still be able to ride a train, I guess, somewhere. Do you have any other questions about possible replacements for trees or? Oh yeah, so that's a good question. Did, what if they're not organic trees? What if they're fake trees? I mean, you already that's, said Tarzan's tree. Yeah, that's possible. You can do a fake tree. However. I mean, you're not going to... Well, you said Tarzan's treehouse is gone, and that's not a real tree. Oh, it's real. 
Okay, fine. Then by that logic, we have to stay with that. So you can't put replacement trees. Yeah, I, I think I think the trees got to stay. I don't know that I disagree. <laughs> I don't know what we do about the train situation, though. <laughs> yeah, this one may be impossible. Well, still. Let's see. Train no trees. Train no trees. Yeah. I mean, just think about every... I don't think we even realize how, like, where... Like, think about the California Adventure. Does that have trees? Does that have trees or not? Uh, yeah, there are trees around. Okay. So there's trees in California Adventure still. If I get rid of trees, California Adventure keeps its trees or gets rid of them? Think about all around... Oh, yeah. The whole resort. But Disneyland is where the train is important. Uh, there's no trees at California Adventure either in this scenario? Uh, right. Oof. Think about so, like that Grizzly that River, Grizzly River, and then the Redwood, yeah. Redwood Creek Challenge. Yeah. It's just a creek challenge. <laughs> it's a red, Redwood. No. Yeah, you're no, right. Redwood's Redwood gone. is a type it's of tree. I see. It's a creek challenge. And, and we frankly, could change it to creek challenge. I guess you could, but there'd be no slides because there'd be no logical reason to be above the ground. <laughs> you could have a water slide, a slip and slide. That could be fun. Yeah. But there'd be none a of those slip trees. Slip and slide? They just put the like Grand a tarp Calif- out there. The Grand California might not exist because it's. Without trees, which are a huge part of nature, <laughs> the inspiration for that hotel is gone from the well, parks. To be clear, in trees still exist in the world. In, they just don't have the well, No, everything in the park. So in, in the Soarin' Over the World, if there's trees in the images, they have to be cropped out. <laughs> cropped out? <laughs> yeah, so this is a rough one. I'm going the trees. Have Actually, to stay. I'm making the case for keeping trees, aren't I? I want the train to stay. You're, I feel I like you're trying to make the tree stay, but deep down, or train stay, excuse me. I can't find it but enough deep down, reasons. Deep down, you know that without trees, which is so silly to think about, you know? Now, I said train. I don't know that I said Disneyland Railroad. So, what if I threw in monorail? Is gone too. I don't care. The trees have to yeah, stay. I don't really care either. If if the, if the, <laughs> if if the railroad the railroad is much more important than the monorail, certainly at least historically, but also also thematically, as we've talked about before, some people don't even know where it goes. The monorail. Oh yeah. <laughs> some people think it goes to Indiana Jones. Doesn't. Which, if there were no trees, you'd be able to tell. <laughs> yeah, it's the trees' fault. Yeah. Where do you fall on this? I'm I'm firmly I mean, at I keep trees, remove the railroad. I think the sacrifice is rough. So I'm, as much as I love the trains and the history of the trains, sorry. And the station's gone. Oh yeah, all the stations are gone. So that's a big one too. So, I mean, Tomorrowland Station, I don't ca- I don't care about. I don't know if anyone really does. Well, it'd be one thing if they kept like the Main Street Station as sort of like a relic that you could walk on and see. That'd be a different thing. At least then it's like a museum. You know what I mean? But in this scenario, yes, you you make your decision. Next day, you go to the park. Everything's gone, but it's also as if it was never there. Yeah, but you know it was there, right? Uh, sure, you can know it, but there's no obvious like you, there's no yeah. relics, as you say. <clears throat> yeah, trees. Trees got to stay. What if we kept eleven inch stumps of the trees? Eleven inch? Well, underfoot. I said things can only be about. Foot That's high. not going to serve the purpose. Well. Yeah. That's actually going to make it worse. Unless <laughs> unless you pile up some, you know, some branches less than a foot high at the base. <laughs> okay, yeah. we're getting off into the weeds here. I think trees went out. Yeah, you got to keep the trees. Trains got to go. 
that was actually a little bit easier than I thought. It's just such a big sacrifice to get rid of the, the, the train. Were you dreading that question? I didn't even want to think about that question. I knew it was coming. And I well, just... I knew this is a game, so I wasn't too worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like this is a life or death. We have to make this decision tomorrow. Or that tomorrow. this is even going to happen. Right. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're pretty much known on this podcast for giving ideas to Disney executives. So yeah. They're gonna. This one's gonna be come out in the public soon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why would they ever do something like this? Yeah, expect a poll in the next couple of months. Yeah, or if you do, if you get those surveys, yeah, they'll ask. They'll want to know your opinion. Any other ones that you have? Uh, no, that that, that was of? that was the, the the last one for me. We may play this game again. It was fun. I'll need some time to think of some of some new ones that we can explore. Yeah, these are agonizing. We could definitely do more stuff with the the films too. So yeah, for yeah, sure. Stay we'll do tuned. Do it again. Stay tuned. But the the first edition is in the books. So thanks for uh, hanging out with us, guys. Um, we will uh, continue. It, it, I, I do want to say, you know, if you want to support the show, just leave us a review. Um, I'll say that at the top of the show as well, um, every episode. But just leave us a review. Um, you can rate rate us as well on iTunes. And just let us know what you think, okay? That's the best way to kind of give us feedback um, on the show. But uh, until next time, guys, we will see you later for the next episode of the Talking Llamas podcast. Have a good one. Bye-bye now.